0: Good morning. Welcome to Victory Church. Today, our worship service number 144, June 30th, 2019. Very happy to be in the house of the Lord. I invite everyone, please stand up, and let's say our prayers to start our service. Wonderful, beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, that we can worship you. Receive the songs that Tracy has prepared for us, for you, Lord.
1: Every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb And every knee will bow before him So open up the gates, make way before the king is saved is here to set the captives free who can stop the Lord of men.
0: we are fully aware lord that we don't deserve your forgiveness we don't deserve your mercy we we are aware of that lord how can it be this song says is the reality of your mercy the reality of your kindness your heart lord your heart that Comes to reach out everyone, each one of us, Lord. And we are so appreciative, Lord, so grateful that you are so kind and gracious to come to us, Lord, to embrace us, to receive us, to take us as your own. How can it be, Lord? Because we know what we have done, what we have thought, what we have said. But how wonderful it is, Lord, that in your mercy, you thought of us. In your mercy, you decided to forgive us and receive us into your kingdom. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your amazing grace we thank you lord for your love we thank you lord for your provision we thank you father that we have everything we need and you go beyond our needs you give us prosperity and abundance we have way more than what we need lord and we thank you father We want to pray this time, Lord, for our relatives, for our children, grandchildren, for our siblings, our spouses, in-laws, people, Lord, that, that need you. And we pray, Father, that you will be with them in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let us feel your presence in this moment, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will come down, in a very powerful way upon us whoever needs forgiveness healing love, restoration we receive all those things right now Lord by faith in the name of Jesus by faith in you Lord we are blessed and we thank you Lord prepare our hearts Lord for your word. Prepare our minds, prepare ourselves, Lord, for this beautiful encounter with your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to invite to our viewers and listeners to go to our website, vchurch.us. There is a tab there that you can give online. Also, if you're in America, you can just text 432-268-0007 to give any contribution to this ministry. Thank you
1: for the time that you are investing
0: watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Are you in or are you out? That's an interesting question, correct? Well, to our viewers, we want to invite you to go to our website, vchurch.us, and look for the tab bulletins, and then you can download the bulletin. There are good things that you will find today there, and I would invite you to do it. As our brother Ronnie does, digitally always takes his notes and his iPad. And the rest of us, we just write our notes, correct? That's true. That's what we do. Very good. You know, each group requires conditions to let you get in. Have you noticed that? Each group. For instance, with our friends. A group of friends, they will put conditions to receive you. What is that condition? Well, is that you have the same interest that this group of friends have. Correct? And what about a company? Well, in a company, is the same thing. There are conditions. What is the main condition that you qualified for the job? Correct? If you don't qualify, you cannot get in. What happens with family? Well, you are part of a family if you are blood related. We understand that. But other way to be part of a family is when we are legally related. You are married to somebody, and immediately you are part of that family. What about a sports team? Well, the condition to be part of a sport team is that you have to be great at doing that. Because if you are okay, well, no. You are not going to be welcome in that group. You have to be great to be welcome. There are conditions in each group. What about clubs? There are clubs, different kind of clubs, social clubs, or different kind of other clubs. There is no difference there. First of all, you need to have a sponsor, and then you have to pay your fees the Entrance fee monthly fee Annual fee whatever in each one of those groups. You notice there are conditions However, there is one group that you will never be part of it You know It's the group that we all call us Have you noticed that so we are with? Our inner circle, and we say, and who, who is going to be part of that uh, picture? We say, just us. <laughs> and, and that group, us, if you don't belong to that group, us, you are not going to be part of it. And if you are part of that group, you have your own group, us, you know, nobody will get in. You know, <coughs> just us. It's interesting but my main question today speaking about if you are in or are you out is if are you part of god's kingdom that's an interesting question very simple question but many people do not have an answer i want you to understand that the lord never rejects you in the kingdom of god One of the beautiful things that you will discover is that he will never, never reject you. Even when we are doing wrong things. Even when we are practicing what is evil. Even when we are all messed up. Even when we are totally wrong. Even then, the Lord is not going to reject us as long as we come to him. That's the whole thing. We come to the Lord and he will never reject us because he always accepts us as we are. It doesn't matter how we are. You know, I, I have heard people telling me, you know, one day I will come to church. I feel the, the desire to go to church, but you know when? And I say, when? When when I when I am ready for that. Because I need to fix my life first. Have <laughs> you heard that? I'm going to fix my life. I want to put my my issues in order. And when everything is right, then is when I am going to, to come to church. And be part of the kingdom of God. And you know, that's that's just wrong. Because the Lord will accept you exactly as you are. One beautiful thing about the Lord is that he always makes you Feel part of his kingdom. Always. It's instant. You receive his forgiveness and you know he doesn't reject you. He accepts you as you are. And immediately you feel that you belong to the kingdom of God. That's the beauty of the kingdom of God. And why is it? how can it be was the 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 main part of the song right how can it be that the kingdom of god offers all that it's because of his grace it's the grace of the good lord it's his heart filled with love and he just wants to reach out to everybody every single day you know that every single day the lord is just longing to see Who wants to be part of his kingdom? His His grace. God forgives us because he loves us. That is why Jesus died for us. The purpose of church, one of those, is to proclaim that news. That Jesus is the son of God. That he died for us. For our salvation. But you all know that. You are fully aware of that, members of the church. But There are some of our viewers or listeners that are wondering about church, the church business, the church thing. And I want you to understand this, that the Lord loves you and he is not going to reject you. Even when you are doing what is wrong, he will accept you as you are. He loves you and he will forgive you. He already paid the price. The price for your salvation is in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he died. But he has risen as well. That's the beautiful. However, there is a condition. Do you know that? People say, well, I like that idea. It sounds terrific. It's all free, correct? It's all free. The Lord Jesus paid the price. That is awesome. I can be blessed, correct? Oh, yes, you can be blessed. But there is one condition. And here is the interesting part about it. A lot of people create ideas of the... What is the condition? What are are those conditions to get into the kingdom of God? So here's what some people say. They say, well, you will be part of the kingdom of God if you behave in this and this way. Some people say, you will be part of the kingdom of God if you give X amount of money to the church. Other people say, you will be part of the kingdom of God If you get baptized, and you have to be baptized in this way, other people say, you will be part of the kingdom of God. And the condition is you need to fill out an application form (laughs) to be part of the church. And you have seen those things in many places. You have to put all your information, not like a contact information. It's like a formal application to be accepted by the church as a formal member and all those things are honestly just a human invention because it's not what the scripture declares but there is one condition you know what is the condition it's to believe that is the condition so if i go back to you to the with the question are you part of the kingdom of god basically the question is do you believe That Jesus is the son of God. He died for you. He has risen. He ascended to heaven. He will come back one day for his church. Do you believe? That is the condition. To believe. You see, it has nothing to do with working it out. Or behaving in such a a way. Or even wearing this kind of clothes. Or not having tattoos. Or not having... Earrings and the nose and the, you know, your hair this way. It has nothing to do with those external things. Nothing to do with that. It's all a matter of your heart. If you only believe in Jesus, you are part of the kingdom of God. This beautiful scripture that I am about to, to read with you, we have read this forever. Many places. We have seen even athletes... With that quote, John 3.16, in their cups and their uniforms, tattoos, in their necks and their cheeks. Have you seen those guys with the scripture here, John 3.16? You see that in baseball parks, John 3.16. A lot of people don't know what is this all about. And perhaps you, my friend, watching, thinking, yes, I have seen that, John 3.16. What is this all about? But this is scripture that I am about to read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is the most powerful scripture in the Bible. And the scripture declares God loved the world so much that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not be lost, but have eternal life. It's just a matter of believing. Believing in God. And how that faith comes to us? That faith comes by hearing. God's word. The more that you hear God's word, more faith you will have. Have you noticed that when from time to time we don't listen to God's word, we are not reading the Bible, we stop coming to church? Let's say, let's suppose that for a matter of two months, suddenly we don't come to church. We are kind of getting cold in our spiritual walk. Have you noticed that suddenly we don't have much faith? Have you noticed that? But on the other hand... When we are constantly reading the Bible, when we are constantly meeting together with all the believers, singing to the Lord, worshiping God, our faith increases because faith comes by hearing God's word. Then is when we can believe. So I'm glad that you are listening and watching because I want you to know that God chose you. God chose you. He decided to have you as part of his kingdom and he is expecting that you will make the next move because he has done the first one but let me tell you this story that is such a beautiful story in the gospel of Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 32 this story you have heard the story perhaps is the story of this wealthy man with two children two sons one of the sons decided one day That he wanted to have his inheritance. And he had the audacity to say to the dad, to the old man, Dad, Daddy, I want you to give me my inheritance now. I don't want to wait until you die. So give me my inheritance. You can imagine the the disappointment of the old man. Think for a moment from... His perspective, imagine you are the father or the mother, and your children, one of those kids, come to you and say, give me my inheritance now. (laughs) How would you feel about that? You would be like, well, you are asking me, basically, to give away something that belongs to me now and give it to you. Let me ask you one question. What is what you want to do with that money? That will be probably the question you will ask. In the hypothetical case that you will agree to such a thing, you will think, well, maybe there is a very important reason. Now, we know that in this story, that was not the case. This guy, he had other plans. You remember what happened, right? He took off with all the money, and immediately it started to go into la vida loca, the crazy lifestyle. And he started to have party after party and just drinking and, you know, doing all kind of stuff. Very, very ordinary, very awful life. And slowly he started to use all the money. You remember the story, right? Eventually this guy had no money. Imagine using all the inheritance from a wealthy man. It took him a while to spend it all, but he did. And when he was out of money, this is what he's, he, he did. He decided to get a job. <laughs> Finally, right? <laughs> Finally, he decided to get a job. And he goes into working for, for a guy whose business was uh, the pork business, <laughs> the pork industry. And this guy had several pigs. And the job was to have these young men feeding the pigs. Imagine that kind of work. Now, as you know, there is part of many cultures, the Jewish culture is one of those they do not eat pork. Imagine this guy coming from that background (laughs) going to work for a guy who has those pigs there. And now he has to feed the pigs. But he is so hungry. He is starving. To the point that thinks. I wish that I would eat this food. Imagine that. And that is exactly what happens to many of us. That we. 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 Started it in God's kingdom, but one day decided to go into La Vida Loca. We went out. We decided, no, I'm tired of this. I want to experience. I want to explore things. And then eventually one day, we reach bottom rock, right? Rock bottom. Is the rock in the bottom? You hit the rock at the bottom, or you are in the bottom of the rock and you are broke, and you are starving. And then you are thinking, what am I doing with my life? My friend watching, probably you are exactly that person. You had a lot of stuff, and suddenly you were spending it in a very unwise way to the point that now you are broke, broke, broke. Listen to what happened here. This guy, he thought, I got to do something here to fix my life. So he decided to come back to his father's home. And I want you to read what happens here in verse 20 and 21. It's so beautiful. Because he decided to go back. And then it says, while the sun was still a long way off. His father saw him coming and felt sorry for him. So he ran to him and hugged him and kissed him. The son said, Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. The mercy of the father, the mercy of God that knows when you are brokenhearted and when you are in need. That he will receive you. That's the kingdom of God. It's his grace. It's what we do, he does for us. It's just the mercy of the Lord. You know this father. From time to time. He decided to go out of the property. And to take a look. Because deep in his heart. He was hoping. That one day his father will come. Maybe some of us. As parents experience that at some point. We think one day my kid is going to come back to me. Do not lose hope. Do do not give up on your faith. Because the Lord is going to bring back those kids to us. And perhaps, my friend, you are that kid that needs to come back. To the father's house. Now, what is what happens once this kid said that to the father? (laughs) It's beautiful. This is the father speaking, talking to the other uh, workers. He said, bring our best calf and kill it so that we can celebrate with plenty to eat. My son was dead, but now he is alive again. He was lost, but now he's found. So they began to have a party. The big celebration started. Because this man, this old man, was hoping to see the sun back one day. And it happened. And when it happened, he wanted to celebrate. And that is exactly what happens in heaven every time one person repents and comes back to the kingdom of God. I want you to know that when, whenever you decide To return to the Father's house, there's going to be a big celebration in heaven. As we are right now reflecting in this passage, it's possible that your heart is being touched by the Holy Spirit. And you are thinking, you know what? I think I would like to do that. When that is happening inside of you, the Holy Spirit working inside of you, the party is about to start in heaven. Because that is what God does. God does. He celebrates with angels and archangels and all those beings in heaven. Big celebration every time one person comes back to the kingdom. When you came back to the kingdom, when you were inserted back to the kingdom of God, there was a big celebration. And that happens all the time. It's the hearts, the heart of the Father to do that. But, you know, all the stories always have different angles. But I want you to share with you now this other angle. It's the other son's view. You remember there were two sons. Well, this other son who stayed with the father, he had a wrong attitude. He had a very bad attitude to the, to the problem, to the issue. And this is what he's, he says. He's coming back from work, going to the house, and he hears all the music, the festivities, and all the people gather together, and there are people dancing and celebrations, and he smells the steaks. Don't you love the smell of steak on the grill? The fat, you know, it's bad, but we love the smell of the fat. I'm making you hungry right now. And, you know, there are potatoes and sausages and all kind of good stuff in the grill. And, you know, the the music is there and you are just excited. Well, this second son, the other son, he sees what's happening. He gets the smell and gets, gets, guess what? He gets mad. He's upset. And he's angry right now because one of the workers told him, well, your dad is making this big celebration because your son, your, his son, your brother came back to the house. Now, you will say, well, that is a good thing to do. I, I am sure. I am sure that you will be happy if your brother comes back. Well, guess what? Not, not everyone gets happy. This guy didn't, didn't like the idea. And this is what he says in verse 29. He says to the father... For all these years, I have worked like a slave for you. <laughs> I have always done what you told me to do, and you never, listen to this, you never gave me even a young goat for a party with my friends. You know, that's just a, it's baloney, first of all. It's just an excuse. He's just trying to, to make an issue out of something that is not an issue. The main issue is that he is unhappy that his brother came back. That's the main point. How sad is that? You know, in in this circumstance, I want you to see this situation from three angles, okay? From three perspectives. Come with me in this journey. First of all, let's see it from the perspective of God. God the Father. From, From God's Father, the perspective of this issue is He wants everyone in the kingdom. Do you agree with me? That's his desire. He wants everyone coming to the kingdom. Correct? Now, that's the heart of this father. Now, the second view is the son that came back. From his perspective, he was humiliated. He was broke broke, and brokenhearted. What he wanted was an opportunity. Forgiveness. Mercy, compassion. That is what he wanted, right? But from this other side, we have the other brother. Apparently, the issue is jealousy, envy. He is unhappy. And that's just not right. So here is what the father answered to such a complaint. Verse 31 and 32. The father says, my son, you are always with me. And everything I have is yours. But this was a day to be happy and celebrate. Your brother was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he's found. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Forget about the the things. The brother was probably remembering what this guy did. He took half of the money. He took the inheritance, and he went and Spend it in a very stupid way. He was thinking of many things that happened during that time to the father's economy. Who knows? But this is not what the father is thinking. The father is thinking, your brother was dead. But now he's alive. Now he's alive. And that is what I want. I want to celebrate. Because that is good. Good. I want to invite everyone to join God's kingdom. Join God's kingdom, but remember it that is by his grace. The kingdom of God is a place where everyone is welcome, but it's not because of what we do. It is not because of who we are. That that is the, the requirement. That is why we fulfill the condition to be part of God's kingdom. We are in God's kingdom because. Of his grace, simply because of his grace. You know, it's it's very interesting when you think about what's going on sometimes in churches. In churches, and I want you to know, my friend watching and listening, we know what happens sometimes in some churches. It's like people are unhappy when they see new believers coming to the church. We know that, and it is, it's very sad. It, it, that doesn't happen here at Victory Church, I want you to know. That, that is not happening among us. But we know that some places, they, they do that. They are unhappy. They don't like the idea of new people coming to the church because they are thinking, well, you know, we have certain standards here. Watch this. We have standards here. And you know what? These new people, we don't know what is their background. You know, we don't know if they are practicing these things or these other things, or we don't know what are their intentions to be part of the church. (laughs) Some people even say, you know what? Well, they can be here, you know, they can sit there, that's okay, but I am not going to mingle with them. (laughs) You know, they are there, I'm here. I don't want to even have any communication with them. And that happens sometimes in the kingdom of the Lord, sadly. Some people think, well, you know, these new people are uh, too poor to be with me and with us. Or the other way around. Some people say, these people are too rich to be with me, with us. (laughs) You know, they are too good looking or they are too ugly. They are too short, they are too tall, they are too skinny, they are too fat. They are too dark, they are too white. (laughs) People are just inventing things, giving reasons to reject others. And it's not the God, the, the Father's heart. It's by His grace that we are part of the church. What we need to do is to embrace our new brothers and sisters. And be part of God's family. That's, we, that's all that we need to do. Embrace everyone. You know, because at the end, we know in, in heaven, in the presence of God, things are not going to be like they are here right now. Probably now you feel that your financial situation is this way or this other way, and you see the difference between your lifestyle and other people's lifestyle. But we all, as part of God's kingdom, we are going to be in heaven. And there we will be so surprised of the conditions. (laughs) Imagine if today here we reject other people because they are not the same way we are. What can happen out there in heaven? You don't want to have those things. We just need to embrace everyone. You know, for for those who are part of God's family, we need to receive the new ones. You know, it doesn't matter how they are. We need to receive them, embrace them, brothers and sisters. And for those who are new to the church, if you, my friend, you want to be part of the church, you need to come with an open mind to embrace your new family and see people with with the same eyes that we are seeing you, especially if you want to join Victory Church, because here we will receive you. But you need to come exactly the same way, open to embrace everyone else here, because we all are part of God's family. Remember that you are in because of his grace. Therefore, keep humble. That is one of the characteristics of a true believer. Their humility, you know, not necessarily because we are rich or because we are poor, we are humble. That has nothing to do with being humble. Humble is a condition of our hearts. We acknowledge God's authority. We respect God. We respect everyone. We are nice to everybody. That is being humble, correct? It's because of His grace, not because of our position. Now that I am in the kingdom, I'm in the kingdom, so I'm gonna look down to everybody else. No, 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 no. We are in the kingdom. Praise God. It's by His grace. I keep humble. That's what we need to do. You need to share your story with others. Do you know that there are people that would like to hear your story? You are thinking, my story. I don't have a story. What's, what story? <laughs> Tell me my story, Gia, because I don't know what story is that. Well, the story of how God was calling you to come back to his kingdom. How slowly you became who you are in the Lord. Share your story, your story with others. You know, there are people that would love to hear in five minutes how you are so happy in the Lord. With so much faith in God. Share your story. You don't know the impact you can make in the life, in the life of people when you share that story. And also I would like to, to tell you this. Invite people to join the church. I remember one day my mom told me this story. Not a story really, but she told me this. She said, Son, um, I am concerned about one of your friends. And I said, why, mom? Well, what happens is I noticed that he doesn't like us to talk about his mom. And he has his reasons. My mom said no. What I feel is that he is embarrassed of his mother. What do you mean? You know, I know in what neighborhood do they live. He is embarrassed because his mother is poor. Please do me a favor. Tell him that we don't see those things, that we don't care. Tell them that he can bring her, his mother to our functions, and we can go to his house one day and hang out with his mom. And I said, OK. So, I saw my friend, and, uh, and I said, hey, I want you uh, to hear what my mom said to me the other day about you. And he said, what is it? Well, my mom said that uh, she feels that you are embarrassed of your mom, that you don't want never talk about your mom when you are with us, and it seems that you don't want, to, you don't want us to meet ever. And my mom feels that the reason why you are doing this is because your mom is poor, and uh, and you feel embarrassed because of that. My friend looked at me, and then he started to smile, and he said, "I am so happy that you said that to me." And I said, "Why?" Because you know you guys are this family. You live so well. And I always thought that because you and I are going to, to the same school, uh, well, that, that you were my friend, but I've always thought that you, will, you guys will look at me like I, I am not your class, that I do not belong to your class, financially speaking, social social-economical speaking. That's what I thought he said to me. Now that you are telling me this, I want you to know that I am so relieved because I'm dying to introduce you with my mom, because my mom is such a beautiful woman. Yes, she's poor. We live in a very humble way. But my mom is is, is loving and she's fun. You know, and in my house we always have fun. It's, it's a fun place to be and we laugh together, and you know, it's a very simple place. And yes, I want you to come one day and bring your mama. And then one day, I'll bring my mama to your house. I'm so happy that you told me this. So I came back to my mom and I told, them, told her the story. And then eventually we went to visit the family. And certainly they were living in a very humble way. Not totally poor, poor, but you know, simple way. But it was exactly like he said the mom was sweet and nice and fun. And we ate and we had a great time together. And then she said to us, my son told, told me what you said, ma'am. My mom's name, Magnolia. And she says, Magnolia, my son told me what the message that you, you gave to your son for me. And I want you to know that I am happy that you said that. And I'm glad that we can be friends. Sometimes we feel embarrassed by our family for different reasons. The same thing happens with churches. Sometimes people feel so proud of inviting others to a big church where there are thousands and they have all these facilities and all this equipment and technology. And they feel that is the place to bring friends. There is a place for children and teenagers and everybody, and there are groups for everything. But other churches are not like that. There are churches, you know, that are very, very poor. There are churches that they don't have good facilities. They don't have nice chairs. They don't have nice equipment. They are just a few. And some people feel embarrassed like my friend felt. Some people feel, I don't want to bring my friends here. That would be embarrassing. The same thing that my mama told me, I tell you. Your church is your church. You don't need to be, you don't need to feel embarrassed because of your church this or that. And my friend watching, I want you to know that whenever anyone invites you to go to a church, You just go to the church because regardless if it's a poor church or it's a rich church, with a few or with thousands, anyway, anyway, it's God's kingdom. Just like that. Because the church is not the building. The church is not the chairs. The church is not the equipment or the show, the music or the performance or any of those things. The church is we, the people. That's the church. And that's why I invite you to consider joining the kingdom of God. And perhaps today is the day that you need to give your heart to the Lord. This beautiful scripture tells us that the condition to be part of the kingdom and have eternal life is just to believe. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God... You are part of the kingdom. You just need to say a prayer with me. And the prayer is going to be in the screen any second. Just prepare your heart for that. You will join the kingdom of God. That place of beauty. Where the Lord God reigns. Pray with me. Dear God. I really want to be in your holy kingdom. I don't want to be out of your grace. Please forgive me, please receive me in your kingdom. I surrender to you, Lord God Almighty. I need you and I want to serve you. Please Lord, help me to be useful in your hands. I want to be a person able to talk to people about you and about church. Please help me to become the person that you want me to be in the name of Jesus. Please help me to be humble and to be more gracious to everyone. Please, Lord, help me to be nicer to people, whether they are in or out of church. I really want to change. I love you, Lord. And it's through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, His death and resurrection that we experience salvation let's say all together i am forgiven and saved by faith in jesus my life is going to be great and blessed this year 2019 thank you for coming up to church may the lord bless you and keep you and be happy today in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit enjoy your weekend and have a great week at work amen
1: turns from darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know.
0: We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.